0: What's up, Steeler fans? Welcome back to another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. of Fans First Sports Network. Yeah, a network you should check out because not only do they talk about Steelers football, but there's all sorts of other teams from NFL, MOB, hockey, so on. Check them out. Anyhow, today we're talking about Kenny Pickett and how the Pittsburgh Steelers are still building around that young man and doing it right. Uh, And they first started off with up front with the beef, right? You know, the Steelers needed some protection. They go out there and they acquire St. Malu, They acquire Herbig to her up not just the starting lineup when it comes to the front um, interior offensive line, but also some depth. Much needed. You know, last season, the Pittsburgh Steelers went through the, out, the entire season um, having their, you know, starting five offensive line healthy for majority of the season. Yeah, the likelihood of that happening again is very slim, and so to have that depth behind uh, that starting five uh, is is crucial, you know, uh, especially if you're wanting to make a deep run in a long season. You know, the NFL season has expanded to 17 games. Only one team gets a bye week for the playoffs. So if you're 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 trying to make it all the way to the dance, you're playing a lot of games, and so the likelihood of you know player being able to stay healthy throughout that entire time especially in such a physical demanding position like the offensive line you know it's um you know luck you know the wages aren't usually on your side when it comes to that so the Pittsburgh Steelers got much needed help up front and it needed to be that way because last season kenny you know if it wasn't for his ability and mobility inside of the pocket eh, I think he would have gone sacked a lot more times i mean it wasn't just him. You know, Mr. Trubisky did some crazy things with his feet, too, when he was asked to be a starting quarterback. So. They needed the help, and I don't think they're done. You know, there was rumors out there that the Pittsburgh Steelers were trying to acquire or were at least interested in Orlando Brown, who ended up signing with the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I I felt that just the fact that they were out there looking at a player of that stature and capability that the Steelers were looking to upgrade at the position of the tackle. Or the tackle position. I'm sorry. Now they didn't acquire that player, so I, I don't think the Steelers are getting up in that situation. You now a tackle is one of the more expensive players, uh, one of the more expensive pieces for your offense, and so you know acquiring one in the draft and getting a quality player in the, you know in the draft and having them on a rookie deal is is beneficial, right? And so the Steelers are sitting at number 17, and you know given how many you know, cornerbacks and how many quarterbacks that are expected to be drafted, there's a possibility the Steelers could acquire one of these top uh, quality offensive tackles. I, for one, would like to see that. Like I mentioned before, Kenny Pickett was running for his life last season. Not only that, the Steelers protected their tackles more than most teams in the NFL. Only the Miami Dolphins and the Las Vegas Raiders, according to PFF, uh, protected their tackles more than the Pittsburgh Steelers, meaning the Steelers never left their tackles alone. They never left them on an island. And pr- rightfully so. When you look at the success rate of tackles when left on an island, the Steelers weren't you know on the top tier of the list. They were in the bottom of the middle of the pack, right? And so, you know, who was at the top of the pack when it came to leaving their tackles on an island and having their tackles um, success rate. When left on an island, that was the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that was built by one Andy Weidel, right? And so, you know, you look at the Steelers that didn't protect their, you know, that protected their tackles more often than not, you know, and you're looking at, uh, you know, a team that's wanting to be built and possibly even probably want to be utilized where they're leaving their tackles on an island so that way they can have some more desirable concepts when it comes to the passing game and favorable matchups, then, you know, um, you're going to have to improve that tackle position. And I think that would do wonders for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, when you look at the fact that they were protecting their tackles so much, that meant that the passing game and the concepts and – well, just the players running routes were less than what you would expect. You know, you had tight ends you know, staying in to help or you had um, tackle eligibles enter into the game. So that limited the passing routes that you had out there. Now, to kind of go full circle here, the Steelers end up bringing in a new um, offensive coach. And that is Glenn Thomas, who. Uh, the position is titled offensive assistant. And so not really sure what that means at this point. You know, a lot of people speculate that it's possible that he's going to be the passing game coordinator. Makes sense. He's been a, uh, you know, uh, in the NFL, he was the uh, quarterback coach for uh, Matty Ice in Atlanta, you know, back in the day. and you know, While he was still, uh, you know, young and healthy, but. What most don't know is, Mr. Thomas has a connection to Kenny Pickett. Um, Kenny Pickett sat down with Coach Thomas and Matt Rule, who were both a part of the uh, Temple uh, or Temple coaching staff when when uh, Kenny Pickett uh, when he um stated that he was going to go and uh, play for for Tempe Temple prior to decommitting. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. I'm sorry about that. Prior to decommitting from the Owls and then committing to Pitt, which was influenced by current offensive coordinator Matt Canada. See, Matt Canada, you know, his tie to Kenny Pickett was that he was the offensive coordinator that persuaded Kenny Pickett to go to Pitt. However, by the time that Kenny Pickett started, with Pitt, Matt Canada was no longer the offensive coordinator for the Pitt Panthers. And so <clears throat> with that being said, um, you know, there's a connection there now our own steel curtain network, Jeffrey Benedict States, and he put in his Twitter, uh, that although coach Thomas and, and Pat Meyer haven't worked together, Pat Meyer runs a running offense that is compatible with the offensive passing game uh, that uh, Glenn Thomas would, we would expect to uh, be running. Now there's a lot of speculation, like I mentioned before that he's going to be the passing game coordinator. And, and I think there's a good possibility there. You know, when you look at his stats last season, cause he was a offensive coordinator for the Arizona state sun devils. It wasn't, you know, the team didn't do very well um, as a total I believe they went like three and nine or something like that. So they weren't the best, so to speak. However, you know when you look at the uh, the stats in the offense, it wasn't too bad. You know there was two quarterbacks there that were uh, that played significant, had a significant role in the offense. He had Emory Jones and Trenton Burgott. and combined they were two hundred and seventy for four hundred and forty attempts for three thousand and twenty-three yards, sixty-six point eight completion, uh, seven point five average. Uh, 18 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, uh, 28 sacks. And so, you know, with a rating of 139.4, and that's combined between both of those players, um, you know, it's not too bad. It's not the best. It's not, you know, I pop in or draw drop numbers, but they're, they're all right. You know, the rushing attack was okay, but I don't think that uh, Mr. Thomas is going to have anything to do with with the rushing attack as I I feel that the rushing game kind of, you know, was becoming the identity of this offense last season towards the latter part of the season as Najee got healthier and got more accustomed to uh, the offensive line in front of him, And so um, I anticipate this being a move. And also because of the success of the running game, I anticipate this being a move more directed to assist with the passing game, especially given the fact that Thomas was a, Quarterbacks coach in Atlanta uh, while coaching Matt Ryan, and so um, this, in my opinion, is another move built around to help and to assist Kenny Pickett. You know, when you when you look at the offense, in my opinion, um, shaping out very well. I mean, you have uh, first round quarterback, first round running back, a second round tight end. A receiver who um, was picked up in the second round, if not for an injury, would have been in the first round. And uh, and I guarantee you, if the draft were to be re- redone today, George Pickens would be a first-round pick somewhere. And so, uh, you know, the talent is there. They're building the beef up front. I, I think this offense is on its way to being very well um, orchestrated. And I look forward to it. Definitely do. This is going to be a good season. I can't wait for the draft to see which direction the Steelers go. I'm anticipating offensive tackle at 17 unless unless there's a run on tackles and a cornerback gets dropped. Either way, uh, I'm looking forward to whoever the, the Steelers select and bring uh, as the newest member of the Black and Gold. Uh, we're going to take a quick short break. Don't go anywhere. When we get back, we're going to be talking about uh, – still talking about Kenny Pickett, but we're going to be talking about uh, some words – of former general manager Kevin Colbert Colbert on Kenny Pickett. Uh, We'll be right back. See you on the other side. you made it to the other side welcome back to state of the steelers uh brought to you by uh steel curtain network so today like i said we're talking about building around kenny right and speaking of kenny a uh, former general manager kevin colbert was recently on a uh, podcast on youtube uh, i believe it is called <clears throat> the Armstrong Neighborhood YouTube channel. It is hosted uh, with Ed Cody and um, Kevin Culpert. You know, I I haven't really heard from him much since he's retired from being the Steelers general manager. So this is one of the first, if not the first, uh, interview that he's done since stepping down. And he had had some encouraging things to say about Kenny Pickett, who is the, um, you know, his, most recent first round quarterback pick and, you know, quarterback draft that you know, he hadn't had a first round quarterback since Ben Roethlisberger in 2004. And so it was a big pick. It was a big year. You know, he wanted to leave the Pittsburgh Steelers with the, uh, with the next franchise quarterback uh, in the uh, last year's draft, the Steelers, you know, in the draft in first round uh, Kenny Pickett. And so, you know, we'll kind of break down what he said or a few things that he said and and what it, what they meant and and so on. Uh, But before we go forward, I want to remind you guys, if you guys aren't checking out, which I'm sure you are, if you're listening to me, uh, you know, let's ride by Jeff Hartman or, or um, you know, the stack geek with Dave Schofield or bad language, Brian, Anthony Davis, or uh, you know, the fix. There's so many um, podcasts on the audio side um, go check them out. Also, guys, if, if you weren't aware, Tuesday on the audio side, uh, The Hangover, uh, myself, Shannon Wyatt, we're, we're the hosts for The Hangover. It's a great conversation. Make sure you go and check that channel out, or that episode out, Arizona Tuesday. If you want to actually check us out and see what we look like, it's a, it's a live show on YouTube. Steel Curtain Network. Go check it out on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, ring a notification bell. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, we go live, me and Shannon. It's it's the hangover that ends up airing out on Tuesday, but it's a live show coming out on Monday. So go check us out. All right, let's get back into what Kevin Coburg was saying. So, so Kev was talking about Kenny. He said, and I quote, Kenny took good strides. He really did. Any quarterback goes through a tough adjustment period because it's a completely different game. And and yeah, that's that's very true, you know. Um, Kenny Pickett, he had some, he had an adjustment period. I mean, and the thing is, it was it was more than just an adjustment period. It was a, it was a huge hill or mountain of a schedule that he had to go in through, right? So, you know, you're looking at going against the Bills, who were expected at the time to be a, a Super Bowl favorite. You had the, uh, the Eagles, who ended up being the NFC representatives in the Super Bowl. Uh, the, Tennessee, the, uh, not the Tennessee, you had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were at the time, especially defensively, were at, you know at the top of their game, They were playing very well. Um, and you had also the Miami Dolphins, who were also playing, a very good football at the time. And there were some concerns about Tua and his you know concussion injuries, but you know uh, when Tua was playing, he was successful at the time, and he ended up eventually you know beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that schedule that that he went into wasn't the easiest it was probably one of the worst situations that you can put a rookie quarterback through because one he you got to go back all the way to training camp right you know yeah he was not the first team quarterback then he wasn't the second team he was playing mostly with the thirds so the entire training camp he was didn't didn't get any real reps with with the first team um, you know, he came out and said it. he didn't have a relationship with Matt Canada until he became a starter after the Jets game. And so they didn't get a chance to learn each other until the start of the Bills uh, week, which is a crazy time to, to get things going, right? That was week five. So you're looking at going up against a, a high-caliber team uh, while they're playing extremely well and healthy, um, with a month of a uh, preparation already, you know, of going through and learning your team, you know, the Steelers basically started all over with Kenny Pickett, and you know, they well, yeah, had to simplify the offense, and and especially going up against the defenses that they were. It, it ended up, you know, with the Steelers going, you know, not doing so well. You know, at the bye week, they were two and six, but. Kenny Pickett turned it around. So did the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they ended up going seven and two down the stretch, which was, you know, a situation where not very many, you know, expected that. You know, a lot of folks were thinking that the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to have a top ten draft pick and we're going to have Mike Tomlin's first losing season. Well, they didn't, and they won, and a lot of that had to do with the team, you know, learning each other, but also because of their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, and his ability, you know, his ability to move and uh, through the pocket and and finish games, you know, come in clutch at the end, you know, towards the end of the season, especially, you know, you look at games against the the Raiders, a game against, you know, the Ravens, and having a uh, game-winning drive at the end of the game. You know, you can't ask for better development than that. Uh, let's, let's let's continue on with what what Kevin was saying. So he stated that um, you have to learn, especially at the quarterback position. And I think Kenny would be the first to admit it. It was big for him uh, the first time he had OTAs and mini camps and training camps and preseason and regular season. I saw the other day Pickett commented the game slowed down. Colbert said, "So I was very optimistic coming out his first year, just the way he approached and acknowledged some of the shortcomings." That he had early, and some of the things that he did to correct those as the season went on, he helped them lead them to a winning season. He continued, which, like I mentioned before, was absolutely correct. You know, the game slowing down is what you expect and what you're hoping for when it comes to a player at any position. You know, for it to happen in the first year for Kenny Pickett, and you know, prior to him having a full off season, like I mentioned before with the starters. And him being now allowed that opportunity uh, i think is going to bode well for not just kenny but for the pittsburgh steelers going into the 2023 season offensively you know last season this team you know it struggled and It struggled early i mean initially it's the offensively they couldn't stay on the field you know three and out city was the constant and then they started to be able to move the ball between the 20s eventually uh, putting up field goals now they never really got to the point where they were putting up multiple touchdowns per game and that I felt like that was the next step and perhaps maybe uh, had they had more of a season it would have been I mean you look at it, the last game against the Browns they did put up multiple scores and won, um comfortably and so they were starting that that um, step in the right direction And I think the Steelers are doing what they need to do to continue to be moving in the right direction by building around Pickett this year with the full off season train camp and knowing that he's going to be the number one QB going into the season. I think that if you're a betting person and right now the, the line is at eight and a half, I'd go drop some money on that. <laughs> uh but I'm not a betting man, so don't take that for what it is. Uh, but I think the Steelers are doing the right thing, y'all. You know, they're moving in the right direction. I think Kenny Pickett showed himself last season. Kevin Colbert talked about it. He said, you know, he's optimistic about what he did in his first year. And the fact that he acknowledged, and, and, and Colbert said that he acknowledged his shortcomings. You know, to, to get better, you have to know what your your failures are. You know, there there are some some folks that can't handle criticism or or whatnot, and then they'll never be able to grow from their mistakes. You know, Kenny Pickett not being one of those kind of persons or players and able to understand that, you know, he had some shortcomings and was, you know, worked his tail off to to overcome them. I think the Steelers might be in one of those very lucky positions where they go from one franchise quarterback to the next. But that's a little bit too early to talk about. I'm sure, you know, it'll be brought up throughout the entire season. Uh, but that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll be back on Tuesday with The Hangover if you're on the audio side only. If you're going to check it out on YouTube. I'll be out back on Monday with Shannon Wyatt. Uh, with that being said, guys, I appreciate everybody listening in and tuning in. Go check out every all the other podcasts from... Uh, Steel Curtain Network, and also check out the other podcasts uh, from Fans First Sports Network. Get your hockey, your baseball fix, your whole nine yards. With that being said, I'm Daniel J. Steel Curtain Network, State of the Steelers episode. Peace.